When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Monday, April 16th, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Superstar Shakeup Part 1 tonight, Monday Night Raw. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. With me is always Mr. Raj Geary. Mr. Matt Morgan cannot, unfortunately, make it this evening. And uh, we're going to talk everything that happened tonight, man. Interesting episode of Raw. More about the news coming out of it than the matches themselves, although some things did happen. Opened the show with a title change. Uh, Raj, overall... How are you feeling about this, man? This is a much bigger shift than it was last year. Yeah, it's a. I mean, you've got a whole bunch of new people, uh, including in the upper upper card. You know, in that mix up there with like Lashley. Um, you know, Bobby Roode. They gave him a, a good push tonight. Um, yeah, and Drew McIntyre. It seems like they got big plans for him. So. Uh, there's a lot of ways they can go. I mean, it's clear like the very top of the card didn't get shifted that much. It's probably not going to on SmackDown either. You know, it's still Roman, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman's in there. But, um, you know, the step below that, there's a lot of guys uh, that are in that mix now. So there's a lot of ways they can go. It, it, there was a, it was an entertaining episode for sure, I thought. Yeah, man, I'm curious to see who moves over to smackdown tomorrow night in some ways i feel like smackdown got rid of a lot of uh dead weight with some of these moves um let's see who they inherit from raw to compensate but yeah man raw i mean this was a huge reset button tonight yeah i mean you got to figure there's a lot of people that probably aren't going to be doing uh that aren't going to be upgraded too much from where they were on smackdown um you know mojo raleigh got moved um zach Ryder, those weren't on tv but those were announced uh later So, um, yeah, a lot of guys moved over. Yeah, so uh, before we hop into that, I know we've got some other news stories we'll talk about later, John Cena and Nikki Bella. But one thing I just even noticed on Wrestling Inc. on our our show notes as it stands, I'm not sure what's going on with this. Is it true? So Rusev was set to face The Undertaker in a casket match at the Greatest (laughs) Royal Rumble. And then like 24 hours later, they were like, oh, no, it's going to be Chris Jericho. And then tonight, this afternoon, they're saying, oh, no, it's going to be Rusev again. Yeah, it's Rusev again. So it's Rusev. And they aired the promo during Raw tonight. I don't know if you saw that. But yeah, so um, here's a quick timeline. Is it last Tuesday they announced Rusev versus The Undertaker? Uh, I believe uh, last Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, did I lose Raj? Am I live, folks? Bear with us here. Oh, there we go. He's coming back. So last Tuesday, I believe it was, they announced. No, what about last Tuesday? I believe it was last Wednesday they announced Rusev versus The Undertaker. And uh, yeah, 24 hours later, we got correction. Actually, you know, maybe on last Tuesday night, Raj, because Saudi Arabia time. Yeah, yeah. It was it was late at night. I can't remember. Was it? Tu- it was yeah. Tuesday because I emailed you. Like, I was like, Raj, if you're still up, it's just <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. Then Rusev sent out a tweet. He said, uh, bury me softly, brother. Yeah. Um, and then the next morning, him and Lana did an interview with TMZ. TMZ had this uh, very exaggerated headline where it says, Rusev and Lana, we're going to 
uh, bury the Undertaker's old ass, which they never said. The worst thing he said in that interview was that uh, Undertaker might be a little bit past his prime, but um, you know, he was also, it was all kind of tongue in cheek. Uh, the later that day, what's yeah, that? You cut, you cut a great promo when you're getting out of your vet, you know, got to do some shopping and yeah. you're just hit with uh, the camera in your face, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they planned it out with TMZ to catch him. Oh, um, maybe. But yeah. So then uh, hours later, they had Lana send out this tweet saying she doesn't want Rusev competing in a casket match. And boom, it's changed to Jericho versus Undertaker. And Jericho, you know, confirmed that it was a last minute thing. He was supposed to be in this 50 man Royal Rumble. And then today, without any uh, any reason why, they changed it back to Rusev versus Undertaker in a casket match. And I'm guessing Jericho is still in the Royal Rumble. Uh, they didn't say he wasn't. So, yeah, really weird. Strange. You know, I tweeted my theory. Actually, I got a reply from Michelle McCool because I said uh, that she just gave The Undertaker a hard time that he never makes up songs about her. And that's why he wanted out of the match. <laughs> what did she say? Uh, she said she loves that style of humor. Well done. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I want, I want, I was hoping like for a little beef in there. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was maybe the TMZ thing. You know, there, another great theory I saw online is that Saudi Arabia is trying to do a lot of business with Bulgaria right now. And some people said, you know, it might be seen as highly disrespectful in their culture to toss Rusev in a casket that could sour relations. There were so many theories about this. I would love to know the behind the scenes story. Oh, I don't think that's it. They could have just dropped the casket aspect of it. That's true. You know, and the fact that they re-added it, you know, shows that that, that wasn't Who it. knows what's going on? I think you know? he probably got some heat. They are like uh, annoyed that he probably sent out that tweet, being seeming ungrateful that he's in this match with Taker. I think it was probably that tweet that got him in a little trouble. They changed it. You know, they talked with Rusev over the weekend and now everything's cool. And, you know, Lana's sent out another tweet today with, with the match being back on. It was very different. It wasn't a smart-ass tweet. It was, you know, we're going to bury him. And and Rusev over the weekend did what has now become the go-to in a situation like this. He removed all mentions from of WWE from his Twitter profile. And yeah. It seemed like, oh, no, the rumors is Rusev leaving the company. Right. Yeah, I, I I doubt they would release Rusev. I mean, they haven't released Neville, right? Even if things got bad, they'd just have him write out his contract. Yeah. And there's no reason to release him, especially when he's kind of hot right now. Yeah, so that was probably the biggest story over the weekend going into the Superstar shakeup. Now, Rusev did not switch brands tonight, so we're assuming... Now, maybe tomorrow night we'll get news of another SmackDown, Smackdown star moving. Um, but for the time being, it looks like everyone that did not show up on Raw tonight is safe. Um... Yeah, man, so much stuff, so much stuff tonight. Yeah, and actually, the big story this weekend that John Cena, Nikki Bella, oh, their relationship night, yeah, ending, that, that was that was run. I mean, everywhere had stories on it. You know, well, because they, I mean, they was, they issued a statement. They purposefully released that last night so it would not overshadow tonight and tomorrow. Well, I don't think that was it. You I don't think, think so. No, I think in general you like to dump news like that on a weekend. Uh, yeah. You know, like even big political stories are usually dropped Friday. on a Friday evening, you know. So I think I it was one of those things that was coming up and it happened and and that was it. And if John wanted his deposit back uh, yeah. on that May 5th wedding, he had to cancel immediately. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In Mexico. Yeah. I didn't know it was coming up that soon, but that is kind yeah, of crazy. Um, this whole thing is weird. You know, I would love to get Matt's take on this because he said in the past based on right. his 
inside knowledge, Cena's never getting married again. But what's so strange about it is they're like, oh, you know, we ask that people respect our privacy. Of course, Twitter lit up with jokes uh, and people saying all sorts of things. But that's because this was a big part of WrestleMania last year. It was a big TV storyline, Total Bellas, SmackDown Listen. Live. What's real and what's kayfabe at this point? They've been doing this on Total Diva since the show started, you know, about him not wanting to get married. And then they did the angle last year. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it sucks when, you know, uh, when your relationship is so, uh, you know, uh, public. Yeah. And you want the, the, good, the, the good side out. But when something bad does happen, um, you know, you got to deal with that then because you, you put it out there. And yeah. You know, he made it a big WrestleMania angle. So, yeah, I know there's some people speculating that it, uh, you know, it seems like it could be a storyline for Total Divas or Total Bellas, but normally three weeks away. Yeah. And normally they don't reveal storyline stuff from the show, you know, yeah, ahead of time. Like it would be done on the show and then they'd get back to where they were. So I, I, I don't think that's it. I was checking, though, the Miz's Twitter all day today. Because I was like, if he if he references this, then you know it's fair game. Oh, uh, that would be a that would be a prickish move to do. Well, I mean, kind if of in a, character. If it was a, a legit breakup, you know. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that all that going into tonight with Monday Night Raw Superstar Shakeup Part One, opening up uh, with the big news: Jinder Mahal coming to Monday Night Raw, bringing the U.S. title with him getting immediately put into a match with Jeff Hardy where uh, Jeff Hardy hit a perfect Swanton bomb right into the pin to become a United States champion. And I believe he sets some sort of record, right? He's held now. I mean, all the traditional grand slam titles, but in addition to the hardcore title, the European title. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty much held everything except, you know, the women's belts. <laughs> so, Hey, you know, the year's still young. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he's, yeah. He's the grand slam champion now. Um, Yes, this was a fun, fun opening segment. I never like when they draft someone over and they have them lose right away. I think yeah. it's just kind of feel like you want to give them a little momentum, even if you don't have big plans for them, like Breezango. You know, give them the win on their first night in, give them a little momentum, and then see what happens. But in this case, it probably worked out for the best. And uh, my guess is Jinder is probably going to win it back at, uh, you know, in Saudi Arabia. And the, Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what they do with the because they announced Randy Orton. So unless they draft Jeff Hardy to SmackDown, which I, I could see them doing that. And then Jeff Hardy retains over gender and then defends against Randy Orton at Backlash. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of surprising. But it was a fun opener. It's probably the funnest uh, uh, segment that gender has been involved with in a long time. It was a pretty good match, too. Yeah, that was probably one of gender's best matches. No, I agree. Um, I think uh, Jeff could show up on SmackDown tomorrow night, or we We've could been see talking about Seth this Rollins for months. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we could see Seth Rollins for sure. I see Jeff Hardy more than I see Seth Rollins moving to SmackDown. Yeah, I mean that yeah. would be a big, big move. Now, if they do that, great for SmackDown. I mean, man, they opened up space tonight. It looked like more than fifty percent of their roster. Yeah, I mean, you got to get you got to get some difference makers up there. Cause you got the Miz is gone. Bobby Roode is gone. You know, those are, you know, guys that were up there. Gender has been pushed hard for the last year. So you got enough big enough names that you gotta, you gotta do some worthwhile moves. So I could see for sure, either Seth or Jeff, of course. Yeah. And they did announce uh, that the Miz 
is going over to SmackDown tonight without the Miz Taraj. We'll get into that. But before that, we had uh, a backstage segment. Yes, Jinder saying he's going to get his rematch at the Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. And uh, had a little meaningful exchange with No Way Jose. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, I'm already they, done with No Way Jose. They, they hired that conga <laughs> line tonight just for that backstage segment. Did he even have a match on main event? Uh, let me see. Let's see. What do we have on main event tonight? We had Carl Anderson beating Kurt Hawkins and Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik defeating TJP and Arya Davari. So, no. Wow. That conga line really... Uh, Earn their money. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, look forward to that feud starting up. Um, Bailey versus Sasha Banks tonight. Uh, the problem every time they do this is people have these high expectations. Oh, my God, something's going to happen. And One real quick, I, for, I forgot. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are yeah. on. So that's even yeah. more, you know, a lot more people from the top. Baron Corbin was kind of uh, in that area, too. So, yeah. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, <laughs> Bailey and Sasha, man. I think are we just getting worked with this? Are we building it up too much in our heads? Everybody's saying every time this match is scheduled, this is going to be the one someone's going to turn. It's going to either take it to a new level or resolve it all together. And instead we had the riot squad break it up at the end. Yeah. I mean, to me, if you're going to do it, you don't do it on just an episode of raw. You've been building this feud for months. You'd want to do it on pay-per-view, right? So you would hopefully think. it leads to a match at backlash. That's what I would guess. If they get the time, if they're moving to SmackDown, which I mean, I don't know, maybe possible. No, I mean, you had you had the Riot Squad and you had Natalia, right? And that was it, right? Uh, on the women, yeah, so that's four. Yeah, it wasn't like a didn't really have like a top, top name. And I feel like Sasha and Bailey uh, are top names, it, it kind of you know, um, uh, uh shifts the, the scales a bit. Could be um, Sasha Bailey and what's left of Absolution. Could go over to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would. I would actually guess Absolution and and one other person. Maybe I don't know Mickey James or Alexa Bliss. I think Alexa, especially with what they did tonight with her not being there. Although maybe there's another match. The way she's doing with Nia, the bully angle that did feel like they're dangling something. There. Yeah, yeah. I can see them doing one more for sure because they. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely won't be Saudi Arabia, so it would <laughs> yes. so be backlash. Yeah. Oh, did you see uh, the branded pay-per-view music video that dropped today? Oh, my today? gosh. Yeah, they were really making a big deal out of that thing. I, I was just, I needed, and this turned into animated GIFs immediately. Yeah. I, like, stopped what I was doing a half an hour before Raw, and I was like, I'm just going to pull some stuff out of this. This is too good. Uh, I mean, it's stupid as hell that they did this. Yeah, I mean, it... It looked professional, I guess. But, but but not a single one of them is actually singing or rapping right. on the track. They just yeah. got them in the studio to lip sync. They got them to do this dance thing. And it's like this weird, if you haven't watched this yet, folks, it's called The Best of Both Worlds. It's like a weird, we are the world, voices that care, do they know it's Christmas, except it's not for charity and no one is actually performing on it. It's to promote that. Dual branded pay-per-views. Yeah, the Best of Both Worlds. Which is how it was two years ago. Yeah. It's well, very strange. Yeah, um, it, was, it, was, it was cheesy as hell. Oh my god! I mean, I, I, I at least make it goofy. Make it, you know. It, you didn't think it was goofy? Look at the no, animated gif I posted of uh, over the top enough. Mojo that... Raleigh doing the air humping and uh, Nia Jax doing a uh, voguing at the end. Yeah, you but know? it wasn't over the top enough that it made it seem like they were spoofing themselves. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was dumb, but I absolutely loved it. 
I think that's the best way that I can describe it. Just, I hope I never see that again. Oh, you're going to come on <laughs> all the way up until backlash, man. Um, I'm just waiting weird. for a site to do a breakdown, like frame by frame, gift by gift, sequence by sequence. There's a lot in there, including Dolph Ziggler with like the worst hair. Um, yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> something. Uh, yeah, so in that, you could kind of tell though, what did you think um, could be gleaned from that about who they featured? I mean, obviously they weren't going to get Roman or Seth. There was no top, top guys in there um but at the same time like i don't know mojo dolph i mean these people they thought would just be good ham it up for the camera or people they actually care about oh no i think it was just i don't think they gave that much thought into <laughs> Whatever it we could get. <laughs> yeah yeah they have uh, i mean they had roman was in there was he in that video? I didn't see yeah, that. they showed like a clip of him in the in the background, like in the studio <laughs> or something. Oh, it's through the hour they had Braun. Uh, they had like the footage of Braun with uh, the cello. Yeah, behind, did they? Uh, All right. Behind Naya on the green screens. Um, we've talked about this for weeks. Yes, we've talked about this way too long. <laughs> Just watch the video, folks, and uh, draw your own conclusions. So, yeah, the Riot Squad coming over. Oh, man, they got it. It it's all depends just a move. A lot of these are yeah. just a move. Like there's, you could, I don't think there's any real plans, any rhyme or reason. Yeah, but they got three just, hours on Raw. Right, right. But you know, it's 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 not meant to be more than what it is. You know what I mean? Like some people, you could tell, like Drew, they're going to do something with. I think Dolph, they're going to, you know, give him a little push now. Now that he's aligned with Drew, and I think I think that's great. I yeah, think he's cool. been needing to be aligned with someone for a long time. Hey man, three MB now all on the same brand. They are. And for for now, we'll see tomorrow. He <laughs> Slater Ryan. moved back. Yeah, people are just like, please let them move East Slater, or else they're going to do three MB again. Um, man, no so uh, you see how Drew looks now. There's no way Vince is going to put him back in three MB or anything know, close. This, this it's the same company that put out that music video today, Rob. Yeah, but he's They've massive. He they, yeah, Vince true. sees him and sees a you know main eventer. Yeah, so speaking of Rhino and uh, Heath Slater, they got their rematch against the Authors of Pain. Why in the hell was this so competitive? Man, you know, we, we, we've talked about this a lot where they they do all this stuff to please the post-WrestleMania audience. And then, um, and then like a week or two later, they're, they're already not getting reactions, you know? And Authors of Pain didn't really get much of a reaction from this crowd. I feel Just, like... If yeah. you had like a buildup, if you did video packages and stuff like that to get people ready, uh, it would be way more effective than just getting that one pot. Do you see Paul Ellering's tweet that was basically uh, paraphrasing said, uh, just for the record, I have no problem with traveling. Just making oh, yeah. it clear that it was not his choice Yeah. to uh, detach from the author's pain. Yeah. How much do you think he really added to him? I mean, there's a legacy there for sure, but other it was than kinda that. Neat. They just had this creepy old mastermind. Actually, he's not as old as you think he is, but uh, but still, they have like his sort of menacing. I mean, all he's those 60s, things, like, right? He's in, he's uh, got to be in the 60s. Early, I think he was born in 50, so yeah, no. he, look, he, he looks older. Let's just leave it at that. No. <laughs> it's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> um, but no, I thought it kind of added a little something to their mystique, especially because I don't know. I mean, you heard him talking in the ring tonight, I thought that was interesting. They kept having to point out, like, they're from Albania. Yeah, I think that, I mean, they should have someone. I just don't, I don't know, Paul Ellering. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. This might be one that has a short lifespan. Someone is saying he's 102 years old. Did you know that? Ellering. Uh, if you told, if you told, okay, let me put it this way. If you told me he was 80, I wouldn't 
disbelieve you. He's 64. Uh, but he's got that look. You could tell me he's 60 or you could tell me he's 80, and I'll believe anything you tell me in between those two numbers. He, he looks pretty good for 64. Yeah, it's not like William Regal. Like, how old do you think William Regal is? Um, 50, mid-50s? William Regal is 49 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's one of those where it's like, oh, man. Yeah. This is a hard life. Hard living in those uh, UK wrestling promotions. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, man. Okay. So, Authors of Pain won. It was... This should have been a squash. There's no reason this needed to go on as long. And beforehand, we got the Slater and Rhino promo with the text on screen talking about how they're oh, ready yeah. this time. Yeah. That's back. Yeah. It'll never leave us. Uh, so, Miss TV, I thought this was a fantastic segment with The Miz bringing out Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I love the group hug with The Miz Taraj and them and the ring jumping up and down. Miz doing the whole thing. It's like the Avengers going on and on Kurt Angle comes out tries to rain on their parade saying I they're not hired and then they pull out Sami Zayn puts on his reading glasses and reads an email yeah, that he printed out from Stephanie McMahon saying that they're hired and then Kurt Angle retaliates uh almost immediately with saying that Daniel Bryan wants him on Smackdown yeah and no so yeah that's what we've uh we've been talking about that for a while too about the Miz going back to Smackdown and, and finishing his feud with Daniel Bryan so that no. should be the, I mean, for, forget anything else. In my mind, that should be the hottest feud on SmackDown between now and SummerSlam. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I did think they wasted, though, a chance to have him break up with the Miztourage. Even in that last match, I, I think they should have done it at Mania. There should have been that Miz down moment of them turning on him if they were going to break them up. What if they moved the Miztourage anyway? I mean, what are they going to be doing yeah. on Raw? I mean... That's true. You know, it's not like there's big plans for them. We've we've seen what they were without the Miz. I, I can't see. Uh, I mean, I, I see main event matches for them if if they don't get moved. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. Main events looking like a pretty crowded show with some of the games <laughs> so. they made tonight, uh, including some they did not make on the air. So on social media, uh, they announced Mike Kanellis and Zack Ryder moving over from SmackDown. On their YouTube channel, they announced Mojo Raleigh is moving over from SmackDown. And on yeah. Instagram, the WWE announced that the Ascension, Connor, and Victor are moving over from SmackDown. So they moved pretty much everyone that doesn't have a real role. I and mean, they, I and mean, some that do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, uh, you know, Mike Kanellis, all these guys who haven't been used on TV in forever. Uh, the Ascension is are rarely used. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of people they moved. I, when we're done with this, let's, uh, let's yeah, see who we think will move from Raw to SmackDown. But that that is a yeah. So they pretty much moved almost everyone. That, uh, <laughs> that isn't New Day, The Usos, Randy Orton, Shinsuke, or right. AJ. Yeah, exactly. Um, give or take a few other names. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So that set up the 10 man tag for later in the night. And they kept teasing there was going to be a big surprise there. Um, after that, we got Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy against the Revival, determining who's going to face the bar in Saudi Arabia for the Raw tag team titles. This was, I guess, the uh, semifinal of the tag team eliminator because Vince does not like the word tournament. I don't um, think that's what it is. I know. It's just funny. <laughs> Do you think of something like that? Like, I think it's, I, it was just, yeah. there, there just weren't enough people to call it a tournament. Yeah. Did Meltzer, know? was Meltzer the one that dropped that? 
Well, he was just speculating. Yeah. And I think it was one of those cases where people are taking a speculation. As... But there's weird stuff about Vince McMahon, if you oh, tell yeah. me. Like, like I mean, the fact I'm not, I've never seen confirmed that he dislikes people, that he dislikes sneezing, but I absolutely believe that is oh, true. Oh, no, baby. Yeah, people have talked about it. Paul yeah. Heyman has told stories about that, where you don't sn- sneeze in front of Vince. Yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. I mean, I would not be surprised if he doesn't like the word tournament. I just felt like because there were so few teams using the word tournament, I, I usually you think I of agree. more people. And didn't they just have a tournament and they, they called it a tournament? Um, uh, the US, US Championship one. Yeah. So. No, that's right. Um, so, yeah, the Revival versus Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. What would you think of this match? Yeah. Yeah. Matt and Bray, though, kind of gelling. As a team, they're they're doing stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, the shtick. You know, I like I yeah. like Bray doing something different. So, yeah, the crowd wasn't that into him though. I mean, what'd you think? Um, they've got fans. Yeah, I think they need to just ramp up the insanity with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like, just really, just go over the top at this point. I think their look is good. I like the white and black thing, the yin and yang. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, the more I see him, the more I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm over this, but, uh, I, but at the same time, I do like that Bray is, is not doing the same thing he's been doing for the last four years. Well, and how much truth do you put, uh, in the word on the street that Vince, even though he was dismissive of the, the ultimate deletion that he's impressed by the response it got. So we're probably going to see more of this. I, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to to look at social media and be impressed by that, but you know, it's clear he was kind of embarrassed, you know. By oh, it. at the, the time, having Michael they... Cole like give a disclaimer. Yeah, um, yeah, doing but... the disclaimer, cutting it out of the Hulu version. Yeah, uh, but then they uploaded the full match on YouTube, so maybe the you know the the feedback caused him to turn around because fans loved it. People so... are much higher on that match than you, I, and Matt were. Yeah, like, yeah, that's for sure. where where people really disagreed with us. Yeah. And for me, a, a lot of it was just, I just, I just thought their ones in impact raised the bar. I thought their ones in impact just had a lot more humor and comedy. Um, but it, it's not that style I, I, I didn't like. So, yeah. Yeah. It just felt a little derivative. And how often do you see the WWE doing something derivative of impact? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know if they're looking for something, you know, that feast or fired, that's a pretty good concept. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I actually had to go back and watch that uh, when I was seeing the promos. Like, I, w- I was actually really impressed with how they did EC3's exit from Impact. Oh, yeah? I, ha- yeah, I haven't seen that cool. yet. The promos were, were really good and the stuff they did building up to that. I'm still not a regular Impact watcher, but that was one of the better things that made me think, oh, if I could just find a little more time in the week for wrestling. Yeah, they're on, they're on a bit of a roll right now. Yeah, their yeah. viewers, what's it, over 300,000? each? Uh, it, it, was, it was close to four. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's kind of been yeah. their ceiling. So hmm. I think they've topped 400 once. And I think that was the, the total deletion. So yeah, getting close. So we saw Ronda Rousey backstage with Kurt Angle talking about uh, WrestleMania still her win over Stephanie McMahon, uh, both their win against Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. And then Natalia came in. Uh, Ronda revealed that they've trained together. Yeah. And Natalia was going to have a match later that night against Mandy Rose. I wonder if that's the next thing for her is a tag match with Natalia against maybe not absolution, but two other people. Uh, with Sonya Deville, that's, that's the one thing that makes me think maybe they're not going to move 
Sonia, maybe they'll break. I mean, look, there's no point to Absolution anymore without Paige. Them coming out to Paige's music makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, they got to change that. Um, but yeah, I think with Sonia, that more MMA style fighting, if Ronda's not ready to carry a full wrestling match, I think they could do something in I that realm. Think, maybe a tag, as you said. Yeah, I just think there's too much inexperience in there right now. Yeah, like it would it would be better for them to do, you know, Mickey and Alexa. You know. To, some women that have that that have a lot of experience because you know Rhonda's you know she's she's brand new she's brand new to this she's not gonna uh, you know call the spots and and set up the match so yeah Natalia's uh, being a great person to have her keep working with yeah get in program Mickey James versus Ember Moon we had Nia Jax on commentary who correct me if I'm wrong but she hardly said anything yeah no it was just she I I, I would forget that she was on there until she you know she'd say. A couple words here and there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Maya Jax is there. <laughs> She's the champion." Um, Alexa, that Alexa thing was weird. Yeah. I thought she was going to come out later and sneak attack her. Yeah, Alexa yeah. calling Naya the bully. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, this was a good match, but why was this so competitive? I mean, I don't think it's doing <laughs> Ember authors of pain. Nobody knew. It's not doing them a favor, especially Ember, who's coming in former NXT Women's Champ. And she's wrestling a fairly competitive match against Mickey James. If they're being brought in uh, in like a, a main event, high profile position, I could see go ahead and going ahead and doing squashes. But they need to, you know, get accustomed to these kind of matches. And yeah. you know, it's not Amber Moon's not going to be in the main event picture yet. So I, I I thought that was good. And Mickey James, if if there's anyone you're going to do longer matches with, she's she's a good one to have that. Her and Natalia. So yeah, um, yeah, it made maybe, sense to me. Maybe Mickey and uh, pardon me, Mickey and Alexa. Maybe they move tomorrow i could see that isn't that weird though because then we have the original smackdown six uh plus mickey who was like the seventh woman on smackdown yeah i could see oscar going um it feels like they don't have any plans for her right now so i can i can see yeah. that yeah we just wouldn't have natalia that would be interesting to take it yeah. back but you know what smackdown the women's division back then was really good and could carry yep. multiple matches a week. That's been part of the problem is that they're not going to put Tamina or Lana out there in a singles match. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we got more of the buildup backstage. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens talking with The Miz. Weird that Braun Strowman was teaming with the faces tonight, but I guess that's just sort of the reality for how the fans perceive him. Oh, yeah. He's been a baby face for a while now. So yeah. now he's doing all the baby face things. Yep. You know, teaming with Roman Reigns at house shows. That's... That's the main event for a lot of shows coming up. Him and the two of them and Seth Rollins. That that's just wrong because the Roman Braun feud is the best feud. That was it is so memorable. They did. Uh, you had ambulances flipping over and oh guys flying off of stretchers off the stage. I mean, it was a. Uh, there was a lot put into it to just kind of forget about it. Yeah, but who knows? Who knows if they'll do anything on TV with it? But at, at live events and raw tapings and stuff, that's the that's the main event. So we got Titus Worldwide, Apollo, Titus, and Dana Brooke coming out to interrupt Dolph Ziggler. And uh, then Drew McIntyre attacks him from behind. So Drew and Ziggler are on Raw. Drew looking jacked as hell. Yeah. Huge, like tall. I mean, he's everything that Vince wants, except more. he's more, uh, he's bulkier than the last time he was with WWE. So um, I expect big things. I mean, I, I've been saying this since he showed up on NXT, he's not long for NXT with how he looks. Once yeah. Vince sees him, he's going to be on that main roster. And it's, 
as soon as he got ready after that injury, he's there. And and I I think that the pairing with him and Ziggler, it'll do Ziggler some good too because he's been stale for for so long. Yeah. Roman Reigns came out noting that he's there and Brock Lesnar isn't. He just he was wearing a necklace. I think everyone online was that was the big development on Twitter. Oh, he's out there wearing a necklace. What does that signify? Yeah. Um, interrupted by Samoa Joe, who brought a highlight reel of Brock Lesnar kicking Roman Reigns' ass. It just doesn't seem to fit his character that he would care about putting getting a video put together of you know Brock attacking Reigns, but no. I don't know. Samoa Joe's a deep guy, man. I could see him he like open up Windows Movie Maker, <laughs> cut it all himself. Maybe. You know? He's written comic books, he's a big video game guy. I mean, why why not? He, missed, he missed weekend live events to put together this video. <laughs> Who did that that time? Who was it? Seth Rollins? Didn't someone come out there? It was like a year or two ago. I think it was against Roman where they cut. It was like one of those Daily Show-esque. They cut together the videos with different answers and questions. I can't mm. remember. Maybe it was Rollins, but they were like, I did this myself. I put this together. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, look, Samoa Joe, the crowd, love tonight. Roman he was Reigns. awesome. He, his promo was great. Yeah. He's so good on that mic. It's yeah. just If he's a heel... He, I think he needs to do more heelish things because he's come across as a badass baby face for the most part, except when he wouldn't go in the ring at the end. Yeah. Um, oh, and notable tonight, uh, Roman called Samoa Joe, what do you say, something lazy, lazy, lazy fat ass. <laughs> they, was... they don't normally do that. I mean, yeah. with Kevin Owens, I think there's been one crack about his size. They've done they've done a few in the past. Yeah, but really, like in recent times, yeah, they normally don't go there. And uh, people online were saying that whether it's Nia or Samoa Joe, this body shaming angle, it's kind of weird for the WWE to go in this direction, especially from Roman. He's supposed to be the top face of the company. Yeah, I think they look at body shaming guys differently than girls. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, it's like it's cool for Roman to call Brock Lesnar a bitch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it is a little different. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say that's oh, a little cool. I was like, no, no, that no. hasn't been cool since like 1993. I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, hey man, with Roman, if he doesn't win in Saudi, oh my god, could you imagine if he doesn't win in Saudi Arabia? Please, God, let <laughs> He's him got win to in Saudi win. Arabia. That's got that's gotta be it. Just just get get this over with. This has gone on way too long. Yeah. So Lesnar's only in looks looks like his contract is up and it's short term. So it's not past SummerSlam is what uh, was in the Observer last week. So, um, yeah, it looks like lose the title, maybe do one rematch. Um, but he's not putting himself in this uh, USADA drug testing pool. Yeah. And man, if you want to fight again, the sooner you do that, it's six months from when you put yourself in, so you know, that he has to serve the remainder of his suspension. So, um, you gotta wonder, does he, um, have, does he have any real intent on going into back to UFC? Yeah. I mean, at this point, who knows, but again, so much goes around about all of this with Brock and I mean this whole thing that the altercation between him and Vince backstage at WrestleMania was a work. Yeah. That seems strange that they're now doing things for show. Well, they don't know if it was or, or not. That's people, people speculating that it was a work. I, I could see him being, you know, I, this what I said, I could see him just being annoyed with the crowd reaction, was pissed backstage through the belt and that was it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, 
he, I mean, Brock, I know he has a reputation for, you know, as long as you pay me, whatever, but he can't be happy with how this whole thing has gone. I mean, I, I don't think he'd be happy with how that crowd reaction was. I mean, that affected the match, right? Like they never gave it a chance. And I, I'm sure Brock would feel that that storyline made it impossible for fans to cheer him, but they weren't going to cheer Roman either. So it just killed the whole match. And if you listen to all the interviews that Heyman was doing, he was talking about how, you know, how much Brock was focusing on that match and you know, he was really trying to put a lot into it. And they tried. Uh, just the fans just would not give it a sh- you know a chance. I mean, they crapped all over it, you know, before they even really got started. Yeah. So breaking news on Twitter as we record this podcast: Chad Gable is going to Monday Night Raw. Shelton Benjamin and him are breaking up. Oh, all right. Didn't even make social media during the show. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I just went on Twitter. To, to verify that it's happening. No, no, I don't mean no, that yeah. it didn't happen. I mean that yeah. <laughs> Chad Gable. I, I don't know. I, I think he's great, but his size would hurt him more on Raw than it would, you know, does on SmackDown. I'd almost move Shelton instead. Yeah, you just got so many big guys on Raw. You know, with Lashley and Strowman and Roman, and uh, now with Drew McIntyre and, and you know wherever Big Cass ends up. Yeah. Oh man, tomorrow, maybe, maybe tomorrow, Big Cass comes back on SmackDown. Yeah, or Colin Cassidy. Yes, as he is known now. Well, not yet. His, uh, his uh, profile page still says. Oh, interesting. Yes, yeah. Uh, Andrew Claterman in the chat saying they should have him revealed as, as Kurt's real son. Who? Uh, Chad, Chad Gable. Gable. <laughs> yes. I could see Jason Jordan on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Man. So much, so much happening here. Actually, that kind of kills that storyline then with Kurt. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Manti Rose versus Natalia. Natalia pretty much working this match as a face. Yeah, I think she's yeah, she's a face now. Yeah. Um, getting attacked after Ronda Rousey coming out to save her from Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville. Uh yeah, Ronda taken down. Sonia, I thought that was really cool after. The only thing I didn't buy, Rhonda doing her concerned face, which looks a lot like her angry face. <laughs> Basically, she's got two modes, smiling and just her ring face. Yeah. You know, uh, but looking very concerned for Natalia afterwards. Yeah. Um, and Natalia won the match with the sharpshooter sharp as it were. Um, so yeah, as we said earlier, I could easily see them putting them in a story, partnering together. And then we got a video package announcing Baron Corbin coming to Monday Night Raw. Word making the rounds. And again, man, this is, you've talked about this before, but Meltzer, and I actually listened to the podcast, uh, Meltzer said one thing, they're still high on Baron Corbin, and news story after news story, every site. Well, not just that. He said that, that is who he is highest on. That's not yeah. in the main event scene. So it's it's a more of a, you know, uh more of a tip pass passing of the, I don't know. I don't know what the phrase is, um, yeah. but it's, that's a, that's a big statement. Yeah. But again, we don't know the conversation Meltzer had with somebody to come to right. that conclusion. Right. You know, I don't know. So he got a video package tonight. I don't think anyone else did. No, that was, yeah, that was it. It was cool. Yeah. 
just needs to keep his mouth shut when they're talking concussions backstage. And right. Yeah. Be fine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we got 18 people going from SmackDown to Raw with with Chad Gable now. Uh, we'll we'll run through it, but that I mean, you got to think you got the same number of people going to SmackDown then, right? I could see slightly less because it's a shorter show, right? But you'd think it's at least 13, 12, 13 plus a couple, maybe another NXT, maybe Andrade Cien Almas, or yeah, some a big cast coming back. Last year it was like four or five people each direction, right? Uh, I'd have to double check. It didn't seem like it was that many last year. Yeah, like they like called it because this they called it the shakeup because yeah. it wasn't a draft, so it wasn't as many people. So I think that's why they changed the name. But this year yeah. it's a ton. Yeah. I mean, I feel like SmackDown has not suffered great losses necessarily. Well, Owens and Zayn were SmackDown pretty much for and that was the problem, though. And, you know, I talked about this before. I mean, if you look at SmackDown versus a year ago versus now, okay, one, the loss of Talking Smack, which I'll never shut up about. Um, <laughs> two, that uh, that they dominated SmackDown with storylines. I mean, they just let it, Jinder, the rise of Jinder Mahal, dominated SmackDown. Um, terrible things like the way they introduced Shinsuke and put in that feud with Dolph as, like, the hot feud on SmackDown Live. Even Kevin and Sammy... I mean, we, there were some episodes we talked about on the podcast here where they were doing three or four segments throughout the night focused on Kevin and Sammy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just too much. Not enough variety. Yeah. Hold on one. Let me. Uh, yeah. So last year we had Apollo Crews, The Miz, Maurice, Dean Ambrose, Kurt Hawkins, Bray Wyatt, Kalisto, Heath Slater and Rhino, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, David Otunga. Oh, so you had a you had a, a bunch there too that went from David Otunga went to Raw from well he was supposed to oh. uh, Raw to SmackDown he was announced but then yeah. that never ended up happening so and then on the SmackDown side we had Kevin Owens Jinder Mahal Sami Zayn I mean there had to have been more well Alexa and Mickey that you mentioned. No, the Mickey went to Raw from SmackDown, and the yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying from oh, uh, oh from Raw to SmackDown. Sorry. Yeah, um, Charlotte, Charlotte, Char Kevin, right, Sammy. Right, right. Let me see. Anyway, yeah, didn't feel quite as big. Right. Um. Okay. <clears throat> so after that match, the Shining Stars. Right. <laughs> hey man, that timeshare gimmick was solid. I'd never <laughs> give that up. Uh, Brazango versus the bar fashion police have come to raw. I think they're going to do great on raw with the fashion files. Cause raw has three hours to fill. And that is a perfect segment to put in there. Uh, I don't see it. Well, they got to win over the bar tonight, which yeah. Jinder Mahal lost his debut on Monday night raw. Yeah. But he's also in a title match at, and yeah. you know, I don't see them doing much with Brazango, but could be wrong. I, I see them filling that Heath Slato and Rhino role. How did man? How's the bar look if they got built beat by Braun Strowman and a ten-year-old kid? And now the Fashion Police. <laughs> We're supposed to take them super seriously. Well, I mean, they've been kind of dull, you know, as champions for a while. So, um, I hope you know with Hardy and Wyatt, even though uh, I'm not full on with their gimmick yet, uh, I, I hope they win. I hope they win the belts. I think they've got some steam on them. So 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Renee Young backstage with Elias, bringing up uh, Bobby Lashley. I thought that was great. I think Elias goes to SmackDown. Be good for him. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's crowded now on Raw. Yeah. And then the 10-man main event, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, The Miz, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas versus Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, and Bobby Roode, the big surprise. Bobby, face Bobby Roode. Yeah, he's staying a face. I mean, he looks so douchey coming to the ring with the strut and the robe. It's such a heel, you know, heel look that it's perfectly fit for a heel, but they're keeping him a baby face. Miz Raj walked away. From the Miz. Yeah. Allowing uh, Braun Strowman to spear the Miz in the corner, scoop him up with a running power slam, cover him, and pin it for the win. Um, this match, I mean, whatever. Like, it was just, it was kind of a mess, I thought, given all the guys in the ring that eh. weren't. I mean, it, it wasn't the big, this is our main event, how we're capping off a hot show. Yeah, but I thought it was fun. I, I, I didn't think yeah. it was bad. It, 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 I wasn't bored, and I thought, and the action was all good. Um, man, I don't really have any complaints. I felt like Finn didn't do that much, but uh, I like the little finisher fest they did last week instead in the main event. I thought that was more fun. Yeah, than tonight. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of. I mean, it was a throwaway match. It yeah. had no ramifications, you know, for a superstar shakeup. I. Yeah, I mean it. It was it was there. I mean, you had Bobby Roode was the surprise. <laughs> it was there. No, I thought it was good. I, I, I take that back. I thought it was good, but it it, it wasn't important. I have no clue. Cool good. Yeah, I mean, I feel coming out of this just this is the biggest reset on Monday Night Raw since the draft. I have no clue what to expect going forward, except that Roman Reigns is the top face of the company. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I else, TBD. Well, I think Reigns and Samoa Joe is, you know, that's your program for a bit. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Strowman. He's kind of just hanging out there, even though he's been the most, most pushed guy in a lot of ways, uh, you know, this year. So they, they need a big heel for him. And I don't know if Big Cass is that guy or, or who, but yeah, they need somebody. Um, also notable in that main event that when Finn Balor came out, Corey Graves confident and full of what he was saying full uh just a sincerity said bullet club is for everyone uh, oh yeah that's right he did I meant, say, I meant to say ballard, ballard club. club yeah wah wah oh that was like uh nigel mcginnis that one time where he said things are heating up here in roh <laughs> <laughs> like one of those takeovers <laughs> Um, but you know what? They they I feel like they've said Bullet Club on they TV have. before, so it's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know if he got yelled at for that. Yeah. Um man, so with SmackDown, like who's left on the SmackDown All right. roster? All right, so here's who we got that rant who went to uh Raw from SmackDown. We got um let's see here. You got Jinder Mahal. Mm -hmm. Kind of, I'll go from like kind of the top to uh, bottom, but or you know around the top to the bottom. Kevin Owens, uh, Sami Zayn, Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, um, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler. Um, let's see here. So that that's kind of more your mid to upper card. Then you had uh, with the women, you had Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Mo Sarah Logan, and. Uh, 
And then with the rest, you got Tyler Breeze, Fandango, uh, Dolph, uh, not Dolph, I said that already, Zach Ryder, Mojo Raleigh, Mike Kanellis, Chad Gable, uh, Connor, Victor. And then I, I forgot, did I say Natalia earlier too? Maybe. We, we, we mentioned it, but uh, so yeah, so that's uh, that's how it looks. That's and, and there might be more announced tonight and tomorrow, but uh, yeah, eighteen names. Looking at the SmackDown roster page on WWE.com, and it's a little off, uh, but it's showing Aiden English, AJ. So this is who's left: Aiden English, AJ Styles, Becky Lynch, The New Day, uh, The Iconics. Carmella, Charlotte. Now they have Chris Jericho there. Technically, he went out on SmackDown, but yeah, he doesn't really count. Doesn't really count. Daniel Bryan, Epico, Harper and Rowan, the Usos, Lana. They're still showing Maria Canellis, but again, that's inactive. Uh, Naomi, Nikki Bella. They're still showing. Uh, Paige's GM, uh, Primo Cologne, Randy Orton, Rusev. Still has the Sing Brothers. Shelton Benjamin, Shinsuke, Sankara, Tamina, Ty Dillinger. Yeah, and Ty Dillinger. So. And you said New Day? Yeah, New Day. And yeah, Daniel Bryan. So, you know, top of the card, you got AJ, Daniel Bryan, and Shinsuke Nakamura. You would think that's... Randy Orton, probably. And Randy still. Orton, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they need some guys over. So either Seth or Jeff Hardy, one of those guys is going to go over. Um, let's see, who else? Um, you don't think Finn? I could see Finn. I feel like they didn't do much with him tonight. A lot of times that's a sign. Um, I could see Elias. Um, tag teams, I could see Heath Slater and Rhino going back. You know, they they need a, a couple teams now that... A couple more uh, teams for the Bludgeon Brothers to kill. Right, yeah, exactly. I can see the Revival going. Um, yeah, who else? In the uh, chat, who, who are we forgetting? Who do you guys see the going club? over? Well, Fingo's, I think, the club. Yeah, yeah, I could see Gallus and Anderson for sure. Um, uh, let's see. Who else? Who else seems like kind of obvious? With the women, maybe Asuka. Um, yeah. And then maybe Absolution. I don't know. I mean, you you need to balance out the Riot Squad coming over in Natalia. <laughs> right? Merge them together <laughs> Yeah. at this point, right? I mean, I'd like for them to break all of them up. I think, man, Mandy Rose and Liv Morgan could have a really good thing together. Um, like, I really feel stuff. like they should stay on Raw just because Paige is the GM now. And yeah. uh, I don't know. I just feel like, I, I mean, they could easily handle it where Paige brushes them off and says we're no longer together. Yeah, she could bring them over. You're right. That doesn't make sense. Speaking of Liv Morgan, did you hear anything about backstage heat? Anything no. after... She leaked the NXT results on her Instagram story last Wednesday. No, no, I think yeah. she's all good. It yeah. was a mistake. She, you know, she was she wasn't taking a photo of that. It was in it was in the background. But no, no, dude, she straight up took a photo of that and meant to private to private message it to someone. No, no, it was in the background. Stories. It was a photo of herself, but the photo was next to her. I mean, I saw it pretty close up, but uh, maybe right, I yeah. So the photo going picture. around was just the run sheet, but the actual original photo was interesting. Her next to it yeah i have not seen that story anywhere raj if you have that version of the photo that would be uh yeah an interesting um, addendum to this saga someone tweet us uh if you got he's got that photo please tweet it to us yeah um because yeah it was it was all going to be public anyhow everyone always reports on what happens at the nxt tapings as yeah. they happen i think the only thing they probably wwe would have been upset about was knowing the producers that are in it 
Oh yeah. Um, you know, who produced each match and that, you know, they have who interferes in, in parentheses. So uh, that's the only thing I could think of. But. Which a spoiler for the next NXT tapings, plug your ears if you don't want to hear this folks, but oh my God, Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet. Like that, that is a feud that looks like they're going to build. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, Velveteen Dream, that'll help him a lot too, you know, progress. Curse, curse these rumors of saying, oh, he might get called up sooner rather than later. No, he is perfect where he is. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think they should rush him at all. Uh, someone saying Apollo Crews, I could see that. Dean Ambrose. Um, yeah. Yeah, there hasn't been much on the Dean Ambrose front, but that would be, yeah, that would be, that'd be huge. Um, uh, big cast. I mean, especially now that he could be put where that, in that, where that Baron Corbin role was. Back on the him. same roster as Carmella. Oh, how weird that would be. Oh yeah. There's, well, yeah, that's part of, that's life. Isn't it strange? People talked about this online, but isn't it strange out of the, the core group, She's the first one to get a title. She's doing just fine. No, Enzo. Enzo. Yeah, are you including Enzo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pardon me. Uh, but <laughs> her and Cass then. But uh, it's a cruiserweight title, Raj. I mean, yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> no, okay. But she's the one whose prospects turned out the best of all three. Um, if you look back at their time in NXT, she was the afterthought originally. Yeah. And now it, you know, I don't think there are a lot of people sitting around just counting down the days, the minutes till Big Cass makes a, re- or till Colin Cassidy makes a return to the main roster. Uh, he's someone they're going to push, you know, Vince, Vince loves that size and he, you know, he's got that look. Yeah. I mean, you, sh- you saw when uh, Enzo was injured and the big push they were starting to give to big cast, you know, he was in that WWE championship four way or whatever that Kevin Owens won to. Oh, that was even title. before they uh, split them up. Yeah. Yeah. When he was injured, when Enzo was out with an injury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. And then they had him beat Big Show at SummerSlam. He got a featured match at SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're going to push him. Yeah. Whether whether it sustains is, is another question. Oh, man. Yeah, Andrade Cien Almas, I could totally see him for sure. Um, that's – if I had to pick, like, surefire things, I think Revival, Andrade, um, and Seth. I think Seth would be big. I don't know. It was weird they were calling out the Monday Night Rollins shirt tonight. But that yeah. could be that could be the setup. Yeah, exactly. For Seth down live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So I mean, this is crazy. Braun to SmackDown. That would be something. Braun, I. He just doesn't fit. You know, he, he there's no like really who's big he gonna guys. fight against? Yeah, exactly. I, I like him against AJ. I don't like that dynamic. Um, well, I guess. AJ's a baby face and Strowman is now too, but uh, yeah, there's just not that many people you can really work with over there. Whereas on raw, you still got, you got Drew McIntyre down the pipe. Um, you got Kevin Owens. Um, yeah. I don't know. Braun's in kind of weird territory because there aren't guys his size and, you know, as a heel, it's one thing because you're working, you know, a baby face is having to topple the big heel um, it's, it's a different dynamic the other way. I think tomorrow Oscar shows up and maybe challenges Charlotte for a rematch of backlash. You could, um, or Charlotte maybe forms a tag team with Becky, but Charlotte's not champ now. Charlotte. Yeah, I know. yeah. But it's more, it's not about the championship Raj. <laughs> it's not about that. I was kind of surprised they didn't move Charlotte. I don't get why they beat her for the title then. Yeah. But her, maybe her and Becky team up, take on the iconics. 
a backlash. Yes, but I feel like she, you you had her end the streak and then beat her the next night. You know, <laughs> had her beat down by two NXT call ups and then Carmella. Again, no offense to Carmella, but right, come on, right, exactly. Like if you're ending the streak, give her momentum. Really push it as you know something special. Yeah, you'd have just Carmella do an unsuccessful cash in. I think there's more stock in Charlotte after that big win. So the rumors and speculation, do you think as it stands right now, could you see WrestleMania 35, the main event being Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey? I could. Yep. Think it'd be a good match. I think it would be. Yeah. I think they would, I think they'd work it out ahead of time. I think, you know, they'd spend a lot of time, but you know, you got triple H that would help with it. And, and, you know, you saw what Ronda did, you know, at WrestleMania 34. So I could, I could totally see that. I mean, what else? I mean, a year is a long ways away, but um, I don't know. You know, what else seems like a big dream match that uh, that would go on last at a WrestleMania? If they booked it right, if they hadn't screwed it up, uh, or maybe they'll get it back. But I think Roman versus Braun, if they gave that a six month build. Yeah, I could see them. I can see something with Braun for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Although, man, like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but on the women's side, I mean, of all the, it's not going to be Bailey versus Sasha. I know the longtime fans, that's their dr- women's dream match uh, for the main event of WrestleMania. But yeah, I don't see it's that. clear that creative does not see that. No, not that at all. Light. And they've certainly not booked them in that light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for right. sure. They're, they're afterthoughts. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I think Sasha is more what they see as a star than Bailey. Um, but they both could be there if they just pushed him right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Man, Bailey. Man, did they screw that up? Yeah. Uh, what else do we got? We talked about the breakup, Cena and Nikki Bella. Now, the WWE acknowledged on social media today, which I thought was kind of. Yeah, they had an article on their website. Uh, People Magazine spoke to a source who said. <laughs> uh, uh, Cena got cold feet as the wedding date was going, going, you know, getting closer. And Nikki Bella's heartbroken, and and uh, this made it sound like he was the prick. Now, obviously, when you're talking to sources, you're talking when you talk to someone on Nikki's side, you're gonna hear one side. You talk to someone on Cena's side, you're gonna hear another. But did you uh, see his Instagram post yesterday with like worst day ever? Yeah, it's all these different. Yeah, it's weird to be kind of being comedic about it. Yeah. 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 Like cutesy. Everyone in the chat, we need Matt Morgan to tell us what he knows. <laughs> yeah. Well, he will be on on Wednesday. And yeah. oh, Justin Barrasso will be joining us on Wednesday, too. Oh, from Sports Illustrated. Yes. Nice. Uh, he had the, the scoop today that the greatest Royal Rumble is going to follow the Royal Rumble format for entrances. Oh, was there a doubt? <laughs> That's why people gave him a hard time about it. I mean, he, like, <laughs> I like Justin Barrasso a lot, but it was kind of funny today just to see the response. It was like, yeah, that's a Royal Rumble. It's not a battle royal. Right. It's not called the greatest battle royal. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> okay. um, oh. 50 entrances. That's going to be a hey, slow news day, right? Probably yeah. need to compete with the breakup thing. Got the well, coming up. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you'd imagine that these entrances, that it's probably going to be like a minute, you know, 80 seconds apart. They're not going to do a full two minutes. Um, how long is the walk going to be? Well, the they'll, just run down. they'll run down. You know, you know how they do it. Oh, a couple of guys get real special entrances and the rest are, they hurry their ass down to the ring. Um, I'm, I'm looking they need to, to build a stip. They need to build the winner. Get something. It's weird <laughs> to have a Royal rumble without, you know, you get a trophy. 
The winner is the new prince of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, I mean, I don't know if it's a main event at SummerSlam or automatic spot in the money in the bank, but something, you know? Yeah. Something to make it worthwhile. People blowing up Raj's phone with scoops. Stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. later, folks. There'll be stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird that they're trying to promote this and backlash at the same time. Yeah, it's almost about why are we even doing backlash? Just, you know, well, I don't know. You, you, yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is what it is, folks. Um, no, I'm, man, I'm really looking forward to SmackDown tomorrow night. Just curious. I hope they put a couple extra women's matches on Backlash since they're not going to have hey. any at the Greatest Royal Rumble. You know, do like four, two from each brand. Yeah, I mean they should. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, they're getting more heat about that than I thought they would. That's I know Saudi Arabia. Yeah, when I said something early about it, I think maybe on the heels of the Mula thing, people are like, "Oh, another outrage." But no, I'm seeing like more and more people are kind of like, "That's kind of messed up." Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about it this way: if it was a um, if it was a country where they, you know, were uh, where African Americans didn't have equal rights, would WWE be doing business with them, right? If it was like 1990, they would. No, today, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know of any country that's like, but you know what I mean. Like, did they go to uh, South Africa under apartheid? Oh, geez. Um, so apartheid when that end in the early 90s? Yeah, early 90s. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. They went to Kuwait. I remember they did some tours in the Middle East, uh, South Africa. I don't remember them going to, though. Yeah. Well, if somebody knows, tweet at us. Let us know. I'm pretty sure they didn't. But, uh... Um, but yeah, that was a big deal. I mean, people routinely boycotted. Well, there was that song, Sun City, about musicians not going to play South Africa under apartheid. Um, granted, it's WWE, not a company really known for their moral high ground. Well, and the current regime in Saudi Arabia is trying to make it better. Uh, it's not, rip, you know, going back. So at least there is that, you know, they're working with someone who it's bad, but it's getting better. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Now, did you Weird. see the outrage coming from some single men in Saudi Arabia who are pissed that all of the best seats are designated for families, meaning you have to buy, you, you basically have to bring a woman and or children with you to get the best seats for the event. I've seen multiple people complaining that the single men's section is like off to the side in the unfavorable part of the arena. Oh, well, yeah. Tough. People are unhappy <laughs> on all sides about this. I guess. Um, I mean, it's just crazy though. And the Saudi government, it's a 10 year deal. Now the one thing, again, so they, we are, a couple yeah. of people are asking, we are doing a podcast after that show. Yeah. Could you imagine how much they must be, paying wwe to load it this much to be getting undertaker let to be using one of lesnar's dates uh to be uh you know just how much they're stacking this show and all the travel for all, all the guys and i think we're gonna find out and you know i can't remember who asked this on twitter um but a lot of people jumped into the conversation because of linda mcmahon profiting from the wwe and being a cabinet member this might be something that's going to be disclosed that there will be a freedom of information act. Well, just, with that their, amount. just with the stock reports, you know, there's, yeah. there's an extra hundred million somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, how much must they be getting from this? I probably guess uh, maybe pulling this out of nowhere. I'm going to say 200 million over 10 years. I can see that. I could, I could see that actually. 
So, folks, if you win the lottery a year. and you want to drop twenty million for the WWE to put on a show, <laughs> bring everybody out of you know. Twenty million home. seems a lot for one show per year. I don't I'm know. Say five million. I, I'm going to say they're get, they're getting five. Million. I don't think they would do. I don't think they would do this for five million. Yeah. I mean, that yeah, seems I, really because they don't get the gate, right? The Saudi government gets the gate. I don't. Yeah, Saudi government's show. handling the ticket sales, but I don't know. It's, I mean, it's got to be a lot. I mean, WrestleMania did a $14 million gate. Yeah. Remember that was Maybe released? it's 20. Yeah. I mean, it's got to, to do this, like to have a second paper, or not pay-per-view, but a second event called with the Royal Rumble name in it. This is probably the second biggest, uh, from just a, a stacked card perspective, it's probably the second biggest of the year. Yeah. I think it's bigger than Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's got to be an insane amount of money that they're doing this. So uh, the one argument I've seen with this, now again, we're all saying the situation with the women is messed up. I don't think there's anyone that says, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, there's speculation that because it's a 10-year deal that they will have more influence as the deal goes on and they can test the waters and do something similar to what they did in uh, United uh, United Arab Emirates with the uh, Sasha Alexa match, having them wrestle fully clothed and covered, that over 10 years they will have the ability to maybe influence the no women thing. But I gotta think right now, I mean, you saw in that TMZ interview, actually and Lana, actually Lana, I believe pointed that out. She, man, very deftly navigated that question, which is why I don't think it was a setup, Raj, because the TMZ interviewer said, so Lana, you going over for the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia? And Lana like pulled an answer out of nowhere that was actually pretty good, but it was along those lines that right. over, over time, hopefully there will be progress, but for now, no, they're not going. None of the women are going. Yeah, so it probably sounds like she was aware of it because she yeah. she didn't um, shoot herself in the foot with the wrong answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure that uh, it's it's come up, uh, but yeah, man. So I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is just kind of weird, and everyone's saying, "Oh, they should do a women's only show." When are they going to do a women's only pay per view? Um, I think, and it would have to sell out to look good. So they need the right venue, they need the right setting. I think uh, it would have to be. I'm going to say the Friday before SummerSlam would be the ideal time if they were going to add such a thing. And I think you're taking off women's matches from SummerSlam, which will yeah. be a much bigger event. I agree. There's no perfect They're way to do it. They're doing a young tournament, so not the, you know. quite the same. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you need to do a women's only show. It's a weird statement to make. I mean, I think there should be a women's only show on the Isn't network. That, that's kind of the reverse of. I don't it, know. it is, as some might say, separate <laughs> but equal. Yeah. It's I mean, uh, yeah. If it was its own show, if there's a whole like a shimmer kind of thing, that's one thing. But when they're already on Raw and SmackDown, where you, you have them both, I think it's kind of it'd be kind of weird to just do a women's only. How is the business end of Shimmer? Why haven't they been acquired? Why hasn't somebody said I don't think they know, want to be? You know, but there's an audience for women's wrestling. I mean, why aren't the rights holders to Glow doing like a modern day? version of that given that the wwe is now because they don't want to lose money that's true <laughs> i yeah. mean look at lucha underground i mean these promotions aren't cheap to to get national exposure and get going yeah yeah although it would be competition that would probably force the wwe's hand more than anything oh yeah but, you saw what they did with the uk right every time it yeah. looks like they're going to make a move uh wwe then starts revamping their uk division so so we're going to two-day event in the uk in june yeah and is that going to be live or? No, I, I think they're doing the same thing where they're taping. <laughs> Actually, I should double check. What did they do last time? That was live, right? The UK <sighs> tournament? I think so. Feels like forever ago, but wasn't it only it last does. week? No. Right. Um, man, greatest Royal okay. Rumble. So that day, noon Eastern, 
yeah. it's probably gonna go at least five hours yeah at least at least four but yeah and like three of those are just gonna be the entrances during the greatest royal rumble with 50 participants um and we're gonna do a podcast after man it's gonna be a long day for me that's the night i have tickets for infinity war but i'm gonna rally and make it through right. on the 27th myself raj mr matt morgan will be here then to talk all about the greatest royal rumble and uh yeah it's exciting now folks they're putting money back into the network we might see tiered subscriptions we talked about this uh last week sooner rather than later edge and christian were filming last week for their show it's i guess it's only called the edge and christian show now the title was kind of silly before yeah bruce richard's got a show um, uh, debuts this wednesday this week it? yeah i'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to that so what's the format of that going to be uh he's i think wrestlemania 14 is the topic of the first episode yeah, so I'm sure it's like his podcast, except he, yeah. he's like in a, I don't know if it'll be a set or he's in just his regular, because it's not going to be him in his living room, I wouldn't think. But. I don't know, man. It's the WWE <laughs> Network. Yeah, I'm sure that, I mean, because he's doing topics where uh, they're kind of evergreen, so it's they could fly him out and he does a bunch over two days, you know? And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Did you watch, uh, before we wrap here, did you watch the Raw 25 doc? I have not yet. Oh my God. So I pointed this out on Twitter. Best example of how the WWE can make anything look awesome with just a little bit of hindsight. They got some talking heads talking about how important it was. They just showed a couple high points. Great uh, off-camera moment we didn't see with The Miz in the audience. Um, But they make it look like Raw 25 was a rousing success. Which really wasn't. Yeah, it was. I mean, it it seemed kind of like a a shit show at the time because of uh, the people at the Manhattan center being upset that they had so little going on at the arena. Um, But when you look back on it, all the surprises that they had, I mean, it's easy to go back and say it was a success and their ratings were huge. And Mm -hmm. if you went just by the numbers um, in that sense, it was, they even made the undertaker promo look good. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to check that out. I mean, but this is what they're masters of. It's, it's, you know, my favorite recent example is when they show, uh, remember before Sami Zayn's return, they were showing the footage of the match where he tore his shoulder, with Bret Hart bringing him out against Cena to answer the challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like in reality, wasn't uh, originally like, didn't like Sandow come out or someone came out and did some stupid comedy thing with Bret Hart. It was like very like I went back because I was like, oh, I want to go back and watch the actual match now. The whole thing, I was like, oh, this is this is not as good as they made it look in that promo. Yeah, um, I don't remember that. Yeah, but they're just masters of condensing <laughs> yeah. history into these very digestible, awesome moments. The production is outstanding. They know how to make these things. I mean, they're all the WWE twenty fours are awesome. I mean, yeah. they're really good. Yeah, man. I uh, can't recommend it enough. And if you haven't watched the Andre doc yet, seriously, oh, yeah. what's wrong with you at this point? <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. Really good. Um, cool, man. So tomorrow we're going to watch SmackDown Live. And then Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern, we'll be back here. Myself, Raj, Mr. Matt Morgan, to talk about the rest of the fallout from the Superstar Shakeup. Anything on the site people should look for, Raj? Uh, just the usual craziness. Just tons of stuff, especially with Superstar Shakeup. There's just, you know, tons of news. So keep checking it out. Cool. Uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Greatly appreciate a follow. I uh, tweet along with the Wrestling Inc. account on Mondays and Tuesdays, and of course during pay-per-views. Uh, Raj is Rajgiri underscore three hundred three. And and uh, one kick. We one thing we forgot to mention. Joseph is asking in the chat. Ray Mysterio. Yes, he will be in the Greatest Royal oh. Rumble. So he's in that match. Well, there you go. It wouldn't be the Greatest Royal Rumble without right. Ray. Yeah. Ah uh, man, it's gonna be a hell of a show. Uh, cool. 
Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern. We'll see you back here. Until next time, folks, take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.